What if I told you I found a hair dryer that leaves hair healthier looking the more you use it? Infinity Pro by Conair is revolutionizing the drying experience with its smooth wrap hair dryer. Powered by advanced plasma technology, traditional dryers emit only negative ions to control frizz. Advanced plasma technology wraps your hair in both positive and negative ions to rebalance the natural charge of hair. The result? More volume, less frizz, brilliant shine. Treat yourself and your hair by searching Conair Smooth Wrap on Amazon.com. Hi everyone, this is Jim Jackson and welcome to the forum. I'm Jim Jackson, your host, with my co-host, Florence Carmella. How are you, Florence? I'm doing great, Jim. How are you? I'm fantastic. I know for a fact that when it gets over 80 degrees, you run, you walk, you run to the air conditioning. So how is it weather over there today in the great state of It's very hot, very humid, very sticky, but like you said, I am sitting in air conditioning with a nice glass of iced tea, so I am a happy camper. Now, I know in Connecticut... Very hot and very humid, about in the 60s, so... uh... (laughs) No, it's 80s. It's 80s. Feels like 90s. Oh, come on. You're, you're, uh, I know you guys' thermometers don't go that high. 80. No. Wow. (laughs) But it does. It feels much, feels much, much hotter. It's actually very humid today, so it's not my favorite thing. Well, I lit a candle for you guys. I know you guys get crazy when it gets a little warm over there. So anyway, we're going to yes. hit the hundreds this week. So, uh, that, uh, so oh my that will definitely be hot here in Northern California. But we have two yes. special guests, someone that is a not human huge, though, right? No, not human, unfortunately. And they That's say a it's, dry, it's kind of like in Las Vegas when it's 119 and people say, but it's a dry heat. I'm sorry, 119 <laughs> is hot. So, well, that uh, makes it way better. That's right. <laughs> but we have two special guests here, someone that's really become yeah. close to us that we very much enjoyed. And you guys enjoyed by the numbers of listeners that we got to our past podcast. Why don't you introduce our guest for today? Yes, we have two very talented musicians. We have our friend, friend of the show, Tim Susie, for his now second interview with us, and his son, Dr. Seuss who this will be the first time that we will be interviewing, and I think his first interview ever. So please welcome Dr. Seuss and his father, Tim Seussie. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, Jim. Hi, Florence. Such a pleasure being here. Fantastic. Thank you. The Great only to be here, you guys. Yeah. All right. We, we're very excited. <laughs> Thank you. You're creating quite a buzz out here, you guys. You know that. Well, th- well thank you so much. It's uh, very nice to say. Someone as talented at Florence, it's pretty easy to do. So oh. I just kind of hang out. Yeah. So, uh, Jim, but, uh, Jim's the star. Jim's the star. But Dr. Seuss. Come on. <laughs> well, Dr. Seuss, the only thing on the forum that we demand when you're sitting up there and Jay-Z or Drake comes down and hands you that, you know when you say all those shout-outs, Jim and Florence has to be in one of those shout-outs. So that's the only promise that we make you make. On the- <laughs> of course, guys. Now, forgive me. Now, Tim, you're, you're obviously <laughs> very accomplished, an amazing career you've had already. 
did you always want Dr. Seuss to get into the music industry? And after he answers that, Dr. Seuss, what, when was the first time you really got the bug? And when did you really start looking at making your own music and, and taking music and kind of putting your own flavor into it? I, I uh, as a dad, you know, having two sons, and being obsessed with music as I always have been. And I always had equipment around the house. I always desired that uh, my kids would one day pick up where I've left off and continue writing music. I, I definitely wanted to make sure that they knew how to do a little bit of the craft. And I forced them to do certain things like take keyboard lessons, which uh, neither of my sons was too thrilled about at the time, but Little did they know that uh, I was laying down a foundation for some things that would come in the future. But I definitely always wanted my kids having something to do with music. That's for sure. Now, Dr. Seuss, when did you first start thinking about it? And when did you really get realize that this was something you wanted to do? I can recall being around the age of eight years old when I would be laying in bed at night, humming to myself, clanking my teeth together, creating a rhythm in my mind and ideas and random words would come to my head, and it was an everyday nightly routine before I fell asleep. Let's just say I was never bored. I kept myself occupied any way I could, never a dull moment. My first interaction experimenting on my own with instruments was around seven years old. My friend from next door would usually stop by after school, and I remember hounding my dad to set up the equipment in the basement because we desperately wanted to record. The equipment consisted of a drum set, PA, keyboard, and microphone. And that's all we would need to manage our attention for hours of enjoyment. That's fantastic. Now, who were yeah, you? Yeah, I remember the, bo- the boys being in the basement, and uh, I'd have the whole PA set up for them. And uh, I-, I just let them go wild down there because they had so much energy to burn off anyway. Sure. So I figured, why not send them down into the basement with the PA system and the microphone, the drum set, and the synthesizer all set up. Oh, and, that's, uh, awesome. that's where I actually recorded them on cassette. They didn't know I was doing it at the time, but I, mm-hmm. I made cassette recordings of some of the first things that they were doing. And Jonathan and his friend Brian were sitting at the keyboard and they're writing their own lyrics and stuff. It was It's pretty amazing. But I, I never thought that it would turn into such an obsession that it did for John. That's fantastic. (laughs) Now, Dr. Seuss, what I like about your music is I've listened to probably maybe all your songs uh, the last few weeks. I really like the positivity and the message that you send also about dealing with feelings as a young person. Is that kind of something that you really wanted to do or was it just kind of, that's what came out? Yes. I've always wanted make music in a way I I wanted to um, I've never been good at expressing myself through words vocally. So writing it down was a lot easier for me. I think think he picked that up from me because I've always been a writer and getting those feelings out always kind of helped me deal with it in a different way. And I think Jonathan kind of deals with that in the same way. It's easier to look at it in hindsight after you've gotten it down on paper. Yeah, I think what it is, too, is that you could tell, even Eminem, you look at a lot of the people of the past, a lot of them, the way that they express themselves is through music, and they are kind of shy. They're kind of, they don't feel comfortable expressing themselves 
even in a one-on-one or in a, in a group session, is that something that really has been able to help you even in real life, being able to express your feelings in the music and allow people to feel, to see what you feel uh, through your words? Yes. It's, it's allowed a, a lot of my listeners to uh, connect to me emotionally. And John's a pretty sensitive kid and uh, he's not afraid to show his feelings and uh I, I think you're, you're absolutely right about the positive message that he's tried to put forth in most of his music as i have and uh you know i, I think that kind of keeps it wholesome for us you know we've never really been into the vulgarities and you know he might have one or two songs that's uh you know restricted but on the most half everything is pretty much clean we like it that i way. do like that. To keep it that way. i do too I do like that about your music, that um, you do keep it clean, and it's music for everyone. Now, Jonathan, I wanted to ask you, of the artists who are out now, of the music that's out there now, is there anyone that you hear now that you think, boy, I really like them, I really like her, I really like his voice? Is there anyone out there now that you think is doing something really special, music-wise? I've, um, I've grown on um, Christian music recently. It's uh, very positive and upbeat. Um, I'd have I'd have to say uh, Lecrae, Lecrae is doing a great job with uh, his Reach records. He's reaching out to a, a lot of people that are interested in uh, hip hop from an early age, but um, they they got lost along the way because music is is uh it's gotten very sad and um yeah it's not always sending out the most positive message. Yeah, that's for sure. It's not very positive anymore from their um artist original songs from like their original albums so i kind of lost connection to the the mainstream and uh was trying to find different outlets to listen to and i came upon uh lecrae very inspiring what's scary is i know who lecrae is uh i used to sing in a christian hip-hop rock kind of contemporary rock group years ago when i was a little jim and it was fun (laughs) we went to other countries and i think you're totally right because i love the positive messages that we did i love the way that and i was a young person like you and it touched other people and it kind of empowered me to be a better person and I think that is something which I enjoy about your music is that you really are, it, it's inspiring. And if you look at a lot of the comments, I noticed a lot of the other young rappers and people that are doing music, you see the comments are very vulgar, very aggressive, very gang almost uh, inspired. And you look at yours, you have fun. People are very positive about your message. People appreciate it. A lot of good feedback. It must make you feel good. Yes, very good. And um, my listeners range from all the ages from like from uh, 10 years old to 60 years old. You know, you can listen to my music no matter what age you are. It must touch all the folks out there. Yeah, it must make you proud, Tim, because you are I mean, you're not going to say it, but you're ultra talented. It must feel very good that not only he's making music he's making music that really and it doesn't matter if you touch a hundred people ten people one person or a million it just must be a a great feeling that he's being such a positive influence in music oh absolutely i listen back to john's music all the time and uh, it just gives me chills you know i went for a walk this morning and i was listening through john's uh you know sixth song medley there and it's just amazing that the talented singers that he's managed to corral in with him, 
and uh, get them on board with him and his projects. And I played no part in that. That was basically John putting the writing down and coming up with the melodies and hiring some very talented friends to come in and do some of the vocal parts, which, you know, at the time he didn't feel that he was the greatest vocalist. So he wanted to stick to doing the rapping part and have some of his other friends come in and do those, you know, the melodies and the chorus parts and stuff like that. And I got to say, you know, at first when John was going through these growing pains and, you know, he's starting to write and then record, you know, I didn't want him traveling down the wrong path with that. And uh, man, did he surprise me. You know, looking back in hindsight, he pulled in some of the most talented voices that I've heard and the songs and the melodies and the stuff that he created is just, it's really inspiring for me to listen to. And yeah, it, uh, it, it gives me a tear, that's for sure. <laughs> I was really inspired surprised. me today. Oh, yeah, I was, re- I was really happy. I believe, I, I can't remember, Dr. Seuss, it wasn't Lecrae and 116 Click or something like that uh, group? Wasn't yes, that's his, that's his group. And then he went solo. Uh, when I was uh, young, it was DC Talk and, and Michael Peace, who was one of the original rappers of all time in the 80s. And it was, it was weird to hear rap because that was when gangster rap started in the nineties. And then obviously run DMC. It was a fun time because you'd listen to these guys here. They are rapping about God and rapping about good things and helping people. And it just, it was kind of a breath of fresh air. I remember listening to it a lot in my car and I always played my music like to the point where my parents would kill me. I was so loud, but it was funny. <laughs> I took a little bit of backlash. I took a lot of backlash to be be honest with you for listening to that type of music and for being in a Christian band. Has there been any be- people that kind of say, "Eh, it's kind of, you know, it's not too hip," or you should be talking about this, or or have you gotten any backlash or any any other people that have really kind of uh, looked at you and said, "Eh, you probably should go in another way." And they did the J Cole thing. Faced a little backlash from that, but. Not really. I don't. I can't remember any real negativity coming out about any of John's tunes. You know, maybe there was a few of his friends that were, you know, a little critical of him early on when he said he wanted to be a singer or a rapper. And John, at seven years old, had his hat sideways like a hip hop guy. <laughs> it was pretty funny. He wanted to be a hip hop star right out of the gate. He loved sports, basketball, and baseball. Pretty much full time growing up for him, but uh, he always uh, had the music in him too. <laughs> uh, Dr. Seuss, of your latest works, what is a song that you really think that people would really enjoy? What's what's a couple of your favorite songs that you've done? I'd have to say, um, probably goes back to my my first album um, with a million miles. That's your teacher, right? Yeah, it was uh, my teacher, my vocal teacher Bevan, who I featured in that and wow. um adam yeah he actually got his vocal teacher to do it with him even though she was not keen on it and that wasn't really her forte but somehow john, john managed to convince her and she's opera trained so wow oh my god wow that's amazing brilliant. yeah brilliant voice oh my god it makes the hair on my arm stand up great wow so great. talented See, great sales skill. When you have music, you got to be able to sell too because you got to get people to believe yeah. in your stuff. So that's pretty good that she would do that. No doubt. 
absolutely. She kind of freaked out after she heard it back and couldn't believe, wow, that. <laughs> yeah. Now, Tim, John helped that was great. Yeah. That was great that you got to include her. But, um, Tim, I wanted to ask you, because um, I obviously see you on Twitter all the time, and I retweet a lot of the new music that you put out in your new videos. Is there anything right now that you have out there that um, you'd like to let everyone know about? Or is there any new music you're working on that you want to let everyone know about? Well, the latest song that I just released is called Heartstrings. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure if you heard that one yet, but that's kind of... Um, it's, it's beautiful. It's kind of back to some of my old roots of the blues. We had actually yeah. seen uh, the ZZ Top guy there, Billy Gibbons, and uh, we were in the front row checking him out. And I left there with blues all over my head. And uh, <laughs> I, ended up, <laughs> I ended up writing a blues tune, go figure. And wow. it came out as, as heartstrings. And uh, mm -hmm. I put a little bit. It's a very good song. Oh, thank you very much. The intro came very out good. to the fact, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I had the song all done, and I was hearing an intro to it, and then I just went ahead and ad-libbed an intro, and it came out the way I wanted it. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's that That's my latest release. Actually, um, yesterday I was in the studio doing some mixing for an old project, first band that I played in in high school, and I was 17 years old. Wow. And we, we got our first right. manager just from one show that we played out live and all these older folks were there and they were dancing they loved our music this one guy signed us and he said i want you guys to go into the studio and record your original music wow. and we went in in 1980 we went in and recorded the ambush tape is what it was called uh -huh. that was the name of our band ambush and it was a high school band and that that tape never got released ever wow. we kind of just played it out live and did all this stuff well my brother i mean just for yeah. my bro told me go ahead release it out there you know it's part of our history why not put it out there so i did some remixing on that yesterday and i'm gonna release that probably january 1st of 2020 which would be the 40th year anniversary of when i was 17 years old how about that wow <laughs> oh that's amazing that must be pretty well, cool. pretty incredible that we already had all our own originals that we played, and we had our own following in high school, and uh, pretty incredible. That, that was part of the foundation that pushed me to really continue writing my own songs and take it to the I, next level. I think that's the key, because uh, I remember when I was in high school, when you're, when you're growing up in the 80s or 70s or 60s, wherever people were growing up, uh, cover bands were huge. They, they become huge again. But cover bands were really huge. But if you look at a lot of the groups like Queen, Bloister Cult, other groups like yours, obviously, too, they were obsessed with making their own music. And it, uh -huh. I think in the end, that's really what sets groups apart is when you are producing your own stuff, you're writing your own material, you're, you're doing your own music. And I think that's what's good with Jonathan is that when you do control it, you kind of get a, a appreciation of every aspect of the music. And, and, and I think it really makes it personal and it really comes out better. Oh, without a doubt. You know, me and, me and Jonathan differ in more than a few ways as far as our writing styles are concerned. But I think Jonathan, he kind of took an approach at an early age to become more of a producer uh, rather than the guy writing the chords and playing on the guitar and making these chords fit together and doing all the stuff that I do. I get a different approach than John. 
Mm-hmm. But regardless to say, uh, you know, the, the same result, if not better, is coming out. I'll say that. That's for Jonathan sure. Jonathan has come up with some incredible Absolutely. Music. Jonathan. Yes. And he's got better singers than me. That <laughs> sounds it. <laughs> now, now, before we get into before we get into a couple before we get into a couple of your fun stories, uh, Tim, about some of your escapades out on the road, uh, Jonathan, I wanted to ask you, what are you looking forward to doing in the near future? Where's your direction, and what would you like to happen for the near future? Um, I'm coming out with a, a new album. I don't have the title yet. But um, it's all beats from uh, my friend Carl Hamquest, who who goes by uh, K Swisher, mm-hmm. and uh, he got famous uh, in high school, well, uh, from Merrimack High, high school with mm-hmm. me, and uh, he was a co- very close friend. He started making beats. One of his beats got uh, sold to a guy named uh, Made in Tyo, mm-hmm. Made in uh, Tokyo, and it actually got uh, over 60 million views. Wow. That is amazing. Yeah. That's fantastic. So one of the first, yeah, one of the first guys that John was actually sitting down at the mixer board with and stuff and rapping and rapping with. Uh, yeah, he went on to graduate out of Merrimack and Stanford, I guess. And now he's he's out west and just writing his beats for a bunch of famous people now. And uh, before he got famous, I actually uh, bought eleven beats off of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, I did as well. And that, <laughs> that's uh, going to be my new album. And uh, Coin Toss is actually one of his beats. Oh, wow. My, my song, Coin Toss. Yeah, I just, I, I, to be real honest with you, I just listened to it about 15 minutes ago. So, uh, so fantastic. That sounds like a, a lot of great stuff. I think what's neat yeah. about, if you look at a lot of the people that, that deal with rap, deal with all this music, industry it's amazing their stories about how they worked hard and they did this and i mean you know uh ll cool j was selling his uh album you don't know what they are but <laughs> you probably do jonathan one of the people <laughs> they're called albums uh but he was selling <laughs> albums and cassettes he out of his trunk <laughs> And that's how he got started. He just literally would make his own cassettes and he would sell them out of his trunk. So here's one of the big stars, LL Cool J and rap. And he just lit an NWA album. Their story is very famous. I mean, you just went, went and became famous in high school and you start selling your music and who knows what'll happen and you become a big thing. So that that's fantastic. Uh, great stories. Uh, now, speaking of stories, Tim, you were still talking about the Plaka Seagull story. I actually caused trouble and went on Reddit a little bit. I didn't mention your name or my name. I changed my name to protect the innocent or the guilty, but I, but I said the story, not one flock of seagull fan knew that story <clears throat> of them wow. deported and you had to I'm literally sure they didn't want that story known <laughs> i i don't think it would be very much street cred to say you know what we got deported and couldn't play so yeah that's not uh, yeah that probably wouldn't be so good <laughs> that's not good plus you're carlos santana we have a huge amount of carlos yes. santana fans and that was a, a fun story who are so a couple of I the mean, other stories big inspiration oh what a great i just saw a concert amazing yeah on axis yeah, between carlos and hendrix you know back in the day just uh eric clapton mm-hmm. and david gilmore from pink Floyd oh, had a yeah. huge huge influence on me because he kind of showed me how to take that one note and really make you feel it you know 
Pure geniuses. Differently uh, than just speeding through a bunch of frets. I mean, you know, it's one we, thing to be fast, but uh, it's another thing to be delicate and actually have people feel that note that you're stretching out, you know? Like oh, yeah. David Gilmore, I thought, was incredible at that. Pink Floyd was just one of those groups that every every time, kind of like Rush, every time they put out an album, you're just, you're anticipating, gosh, what are they going to do now? And they're just yeah, so I, crisp and so... I thought they were the best psychedelic band oh, ever. I think so, too. They were amazing. But what are some of the other couple stories that you have out there with famous people that you played with? Well, we played, uh, we did a, did a show many years ago with a band called Fahrenheit. I'm not sure you've heard of them. It was um, Charlie hey. Farron. It sounds familiar. I think I have. It Charlie, sounds familiar. Yeah, Charlie Farron, good old Boston rock and roller. Charlie Farron and David Heights formed a band which was called Fahrenheit back in the day. And um, I had scored us the gig opening up for these guys. And um, I usually had a ritual that I would do prior to opening up for any bands. You know, I would be the last one coming out. I'd be in the bathroom. I'd do a little meditation. I'd go through the show in my head. I just kind of had this ritual that I've always done prior to performing on stage. And I was in the bathroom and I'm performing my ritual here. And I'm in there all by myself. And it's nice and quiet. And that they, they're introducing me on stage. I can hear my name going across the speakers. And it's time for me to go out there. And I'm just, I'm doing a stretch to the floor, touching my toes, you know, and just doing a stretch. And my guitar falls off the strap. hits <laughs> oh. the bathroom floor face down. And then no. calling my name. So I'm like, oh my God. I pick up my guitar real quick. I, you know, I put it back on, on the strap. And I, I, I'm feeling my guitar neck with my thumb. I reach my hand all the way down the fretboard and I get towards the headstock of the guitar and I feel this shard sticking out of the back of the neck. I turn it over, the neck mm. had snapped. Oh, oh my unbelievable. God. My oh no. On my guitar. Oh my God, I can't believe it. And they're calling my name and here I am wanted on stage, full house. The place was packed because it was the grand opening of this place called the Granite Rock. Oh, and there was 250 people in there standing room only. So I'm fighting my way through the crowd, getting towards the stage. And I have to get to the stage and retune my other guitar before oh, I can gosh. perform live. Oh, my God. <laughs> you talk about nervous. And uh, <laughs> I got up there. And this was before they had all the state-of-the-art tuners that they have now. Oh, sure. Know? you just plug it in and you can see it all right there on your board. Well, it wasn't like that back then. And uh, so it was a little more of a challenge. I think it took me about three songs to get my guitar tuned, but I tried to put on a brave face and uh, that was one of the best shows that we had to a full house and, uh, you know, playing with the Fahrenheit band, incredibly talented musicians. And we were lucky because I knew the owners of a lot of clubs in the area. And that helped me to get the first call from some of these guys asking, hey, you want to open up for such and such? You want to wow. open up for such and such? And so, yeah, I didn't refuse a lot of those gigs that I knew we were going to have a full house oh, yeah. because it was going to give people a chance to hear our original music. And that was the goal. Yeah. You know, I, getting I our original music out. I remember uh, Farron now. Wasn't he the lead singer of the Joe Perry Project? You never know. 
Yeah, no, I no, think he's a, a heavy-duty Boston rock and roll guy. Yeah, I, I'm, po- I'm pretty positive he was. I could be wrong, so don't quote me, but I'm almost positive that's where I remember his name. What's kind of another experience that you had that you kind of had a surreal moment that you're like, wow, I'm playing with this guy? I mean, I would have liked to have played with a lot more of these people that I had met, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially like the, the, the Toto gang. You know, meeting oh, Steve yeah. Lucas and Oh, I love Toto. Yeah, going backstage with, you know, guys like Brad Delp from Boston, mm-hmm. one of my favorite people on the earth. That that man, he was he was such a nice man. And actually John got to meet him a couple times too. Yeah, I I met him uh, once while my mom was pregnant with me and then again uh, a few months before he <laughs> before yeah. before his death. <laughs> The first meeting must yeah. have been real memorable, Jonathan. You didn't get to shake his hand on that one. <laughs> now, Jonathan, yeah. when you hear us, when you hear us uh, older people talking about all these bands, what do you think? Of, have you been able to listen to Boston and some of the other bands? And other, because the oh. '80s was really a rich, weird. It was a weird, eclectic time for music, but a lot of great. Yeah. Have you been able to listen to some of your dad's uh, music? Oh, yeah. I forced him to. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say he probably didn't have a choice. Yeah, exactly. I kind of brainwashed him with uh, lots of different varieties of music. Sure. John's influenced by the Beatles as well. Oh, wow. Really? Now, now, Jonathan, what if, lastly, we wanted to end here on a, on a very good note. Jonathan, what are some things that you might admire about your dad? And what has what role has he played in your music? My dad's always been there for me, no matter what, no matter the circumstance, no matter what I'm going through. He's just always been there for me, a great support. I've, I've been down a lot, you know, and he, he's always there to bring me back up. Well, Jonathan, he's a gr- we we adore your dad, and if you ever get, need any support in any way, you make sure. I'm going to give your uh, dad, he has all our phone numbers, all our messages. Yeah. You ever get down or you need support, you think, wow, I'm kind of in a rut here. You just get a hold of us, and we'll make sure that we give you a, tons of support that we have and get your music out there. We're going to be promoting some of your music and getting it out there so you have a very bright future young man so don't don't ever look down on yourself don't ever look down things are really going to happen for you just stay positive and stay with good people and you've already done that so uh very proud of you jonathan and i think you're going to do some great things thanks so much jim i really appreciate that (laughs) that's very inspiring well tim you know what we since john started releasing songs back in 2012 he's, he's got well over 50,000 streams and downloads across that's the great fantastic incredible all the people that, he that is around the world with his music and you know between the facebook and the twitter and the instagram followers i mean jonathan has actually taught me a lot about social media yeah how it works and yep. you know yeah you, you can, can't ever say you don't learn stuff from your kids because you actually do <laughs> absolutely absolutely jonathan gets it because the thing it's like with us when i first talked to florence florence was working so hard and i said no florence this is the way you do it blah 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 you get this you get this look at social media look at twitter what's what's twitter you know you're you're like and you're teaching people 
the power that it has in sales and other things and ways to market. We reach sometimes up to 12 million people a week on all of our accounts. And that that's just incredible. Yeah, it's that's unreal. Exact. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, we're, yeah, we're, I mean, I show Florence and she just cracks up. We have uh, thousands of people <laughs> that listen to us in China, Asia, Germany, yeah. Italy, uh, Spain, uh, in Russia. I mean, it's unbelievable Incredible. what social media could that do. Is so great. For how little voices we have, Jonathan, we're going to get your stuff out there. And again, I'm very, very excited about your stuff. So keep working hard. Keep grinding. It's going to happen in a big way. We have Emmy and Emmeline who are in. Emmy just got her 500,000 download and it's all been online. So, I mean, that, yeah. that's all about yeah she's a sweetheart we've met so many nice folks through this show it's pretty incredible both you guys well, yeah, uh, yeah. The show is amazing you should be well, commended because well um, thank you so much thank you it's really one big nice happy family yeah one big really family is. yeah florence nice is a real yeah florence is a blessing and all the all of our our great followers are a blessing and our guests are really it's important to us that everyone does well uh, at least for me i take it very personally uh, so do I. Our, so do yeah, we both our do. Guests come on. We talk about our guests constantly and we want them to do well. How can we help them? How can we get things out there? How can we get people to listen to them? So that's what we're going to be doing with you, Jonathan, is we're going to re be releasing some of your music. We're going to be releasing your newer stuff and we can't wait. You have to get a hold of us when you're when you're new. Uh, I say album when it gets slapped. Your new, uh, I can't <laughs> say CD anymore. Your new MP3, let's call it. Your new, uh, uh, yeah. your, so, your new yeah, tune comes out. Uh, we're hoping that, by the for a fall release of his new album. Oh, good. And and maybe even a video comes out because most of his album is complete and most of it is all mixed already. Wow. So, so we're well mm -hmm. underway with that project, which is great because. Uh, you know, you got to get one project off your table before you can take on the next one. And uh, Jonathan and I got uh, 20, 30 songs in the hopper just sitting there right now. Oh, that's fantastic. And we're going to have to get those out and clean off our desks because there's a lot more ready to come out of our heads. That's right. Keep that keep that thing grinding. So, uh, well, thank Absolutely. you both. Thank you both so much. I just so appreciate it. This was it. fantastic. Thank you. This was great. Really appreciate thank it. Thank you, guys. I so appreciate you guys having us on as guests. Oh, you're so welcome. Jonathan, it's don't wonderful. be online. I know I'm not uh, 20 and cool no more, but uh, I'm still a little cool. So uh, you can contact <laughs> cool. me anytime. Yeah, you're cool. He's so <laughs> cool. You can you're contact man, me. Jim. Yeah, you can contact me anytime, Jonathan. Anything you need at all, you just let us know. And when we see your stuff, yes. make sure to tag us because we will promote the heck out of it and get you a lot of good views on it. Absolutely. Sounds great. For sure, Jim. All right. You guys take care, and you guys have a good weekend. Stay cool, and we will have this out on Monday. Very excited. So you guys have a good rest of your weekend. Okay. Thank you guys have so good, much. Have a good one. Floor. Thank you. Bye-bye. You too. Thank you. Much love. Take Bye. care. Bye. Well, Florence, you know, it, it's we've talked about it a lot, how lucky we are at what we're doing. And when we first started this – 
it, it just kind of has been overwhelming the kind people that have we've been able to talk to and how talented they are very talented people as i told you at the start we don't want brad pitt on the show sorry brad we don't want jen here we don't want and angelina jolie we want people that we really believe in that are really grinding that are really making it happen out there in a groundswell of support with all of us put together really makes a lot of great things happen. Yeah, this has been incredible. We have been so lucky, so blessed to have the guests that we've had. And, you know, Tim, his son, I, I just think it's wonderful that, um, that it's, you know, a family thing. Music for them is, is part of their family. And obviously Tim has um, taught his son well and, and handed that down to him. And I, I think it's amazing. And I think his son is going to do great things. I, I know his music is very good. He's so talented. And yeah, this has been incredible. It, it just gets better and better. So again, I, I'm so grateful. So it really grateful. does. I'm a big fan of Jonathan. Uh, and you know what I feel about with Tim. And I think Jonathan, yeah. again, he's just going to keep going forward. And, and if, you're a, if you're a young person out there and you're not the captain of the football team, you're not a... You're not the head cheerleader or whatever. Who cares? Just be yourself. Be confident in who you are. Don't let anyone hurt you. Don't let anyone nastiness or hate online or anywhere else uh, dampen your your spirits and, and lessen your star because we all have a voice. We all have a talent. Go out there and be yourself and enjoy life and be around people that feel the same. If they're negative to you, you don't need them around. So young people, yeah, hang be out. positive and the be right positive. people will find you. Be positive. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm telling you, if you don't go one day without complaining about anything, I'm telling you, it'll change your life. You'll, you'll go to sleep with a smile. So take care, everybody. Absolutely. I'm going to edit this and we're going to be out on Monday. I'm very excited to have this out and to get Jonathan's fans to listen to it. And uh, it, this should be a really good one. So take care, everyone. Have an amazing weekend. And you, Florence, you have that air conditioning on full blast. <laughs> yes, I do. And thank you out there. Thank you, everyone. And thank you so much, Jim. Have a great one. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. strong inside but i really doubt it that's why i try i can't make it happen that's why you're leaving me and i'm falling flat my knees are weak Please.